Well, as I said just before the break, we're all on a journey. And for some this year, it's a very exciting journey as they head towards the Catholic Church to be entered during the uh, Easter season. Joining us today is Miriam Marston. She walks with these people in such a wonderful way. She is the Faith Formation Director at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tiger. Joining us today to tell us about their journey. Good morning, Miriam. How are you today? Oh, good morning, good morning, Brenda and Erin. I am doing very well. It's great to be on with you all. So you uh, you walk and you help those that are coming into the church. You know, yeah. from start to finish, when somebody comes to you and and an inquiry, how long of a process can this be? Oh, that's a great question, Brenda. And really, the timeline can vary greatly. I mean, for some people, um, it, it could be about a year or just under a year. Or for some, it's it's a process of a few years. Um, so there's really not a, a very strict timeline uh, for each and every person. For those who are kind of on this journey and they mm-hmm. can see that their entrance into the Catholic Church is going to be this Easter season, yeah. there are some steps along the way. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, right? That's coming up. Yeah. Remind our listeners kind of what happens along their journey before they enter into the church on Easter Vigil. Sure. Great question. So in the OCIA, so that's the Order of Christian in, Christian Initiation of Adults, there are a number of rites that are celebrated along the way as um, the individuals are prayerfully preparing for baptism, confirmation, First Holy Communion. So the first of these rites, Brenda, is the rite of acceptance. And it's at this point that an inquirer, so someone who's been asking questions and growing in his or her understanding of Jesus, of the Church, of prayer— uh, this inquirer becomes a member of the catechumenate. Um, and again, it, that rite can be celebrated at different points in the year, but it's pretty common in parishes to have the rite in the fall. So actually we'll be doing the rite of acceptance this weekend at St. Anthony's for a group of folks um, who haven't been able to attend um, an earlier rite. So the rite itself, Brenda, is, is pretty simple, but it's really beautiful. And I thought I would highlight just a couple moments um, of the right, if that's okay. I would love for you to do that. Yeah, walk us through that. Because I think many people, while we go to Easter Vigil, we're going to watch them come Mm -hmm. into the faith. We don't always get to see what happens leading up to that evening. Right. No, that's a really good point. So, um, yeah, so at the start of the Mass, where the right happens, the catechumens are called forward. And there's this brief exchange between the catechumens and the pastor. And so the pastor will ask them, what do you ask of God's church? And the catechumen responds, faith. And then the pastor says, what does faith offer you? And the response is eternal life. And you know, Brenda, I often return to that moment during the course of the year to remind the catechumens that this whole journey is about moving by the grace of God uh, towards eternal life. Um, so after that exchange, uh, we have the signing of the senses, and the sponsors make a sign of the cross over the ears and eyes and lips and shoulders and heart and feet of the catechumens as the as the pastor says some really beautiful prayers uh, with each one. And I love this because the sign of the cross is powerful, and we're just covering our catechumens with this sign of the victory that Christ gained uh, through the cross. And then the catechumens are given a Bible and a cross to wear um, as we invite them to continue to meditate on God's Word and reflect on the Lord's 
abiding presence in their lives. And then they leave after the homily to discuss the day's scriptures and discuss what it felt like going through the rite. Um, so that's the rite in a nutshell. You know, this moment, Brenda, when an inquirer publicly states his or her desire to join the church, and that whole assembly in the parish then affirms this desire, and we are invited to pray for them during this time of preparation. Miriam, prayer is so important. We've talked about mm-hmm. this often on the morning blend because some people think, well, that just seems like, oh, I'm going to pray for you. It, it, it mm-hmm. sounds like it's just very simple words, but prayer is so vital. Kind of talk to or tell yeah. our listeners about even if they don't know a person who is coming into mm-hmm. the church, even if they don't attend any of these rites, in what ways can we pray for them? In what ways do these catechumens start to maybe struggle a little bit? Because we know that a journey to the church like this can be kind of a difficult one, too. Well, and you're getting right to it, Brenda, that um, along the way, uh, even with all the support um, uh, you know, that the community provides, the catechumens might have these ups and downs during the journey. So, really that the whole parish is able to pray for um, just for the protection of their own hearts and souls as they're approaching the font of baptism. You know, um, the season of Lent in particular, Brenda, originally in the church, Lent was really the home stretch just for the catechumens. It was their final preparation. At a certain point in the church, the rest of the church said, wait, we want to join this time of preparation with the catechumens. So the whole community now comes alongside the catechumens for Lent. And we're all part of that uh, final, those final steps of preparation before Easter. Marion, what I really enjoy about these different rites when I witness them too is for people who have been Catholic their whole lives, uh, yeah. baptized as infants, we don't remember these things. We don't remember mm-hmm. receiving the sign of the cross on our chest or on our backs. Yeah. And they're beautiful reminders for all of us that we went through the same thing. Now, that's a great point. And again, the the, the powerful witness that the catechumens give to the rest of the community. And there might be those in the pews who perhaps have maybe something uh, they're taking for granted in their own faith, and they need to be reminded where the journey began. Mm-hmm. And um, to see very publicly and very clearly that God continues to work powerfully in people's lives. And so I'm so pleased. You know, we have a pretty big group in our St. Anthony community. We have right now, we have 58 people who would be baptized at Easter. I mean, that's, that's a a significant group. And so how can that not catch your attention and say, and remind you, God is still doing something amazing today. Uh, Miriam, when you said that many people, I actually got quite a, quite a chill. That is phenomenal. And I think that is just a wonderful reassurance and testament to you, Miriam, that you are doing God's work and you are doing it very, very well. Miriam Marston joining us this morning. She is the Faith Formation Director at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. Well, what a wonderful event. What a wonderful time to be able to do this just ahead of the Thanksgiving season. I can't let you go, Miriam. Next (laughs) Thursday, it's Thanksgiving. What is for you the best dish on the Thanksgiving table? That is a great question. I just, I like mashed potatoes. Of course. (laughs) Who doesn't like the mashed gravy, too? I'll, I'll take some gravy, too. Put some gravy on that mashed <laughs> potatoes, too. Well, fantastic. I'll think of you next week, too, and I am enjoying my favorite mashed potatoes. Awesome. Miriam, thanks so much for joining us today. Always a great morning when we get to talk. 
Uh, thanks so much. God bless you.